0: going to uh, share with you uh, uh, what is the final, uh, I think, the final message in a series on sin. And uh, I just really believe that this uh, brings into perspective those things that we need to understand about sin. Because we have a Savior. We have a Savior that is a deliverer. We have a Savior that wants to deliver us. We have a Savior that is offering to us... Hallelujah! He's offered to us life and life abundantly. And when we refuse that life, when we push away from that life, when we don't embrace and accept what the Lord has uh, offered to us, and we encounter then the, uh, uh, the 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 results of sin in our life, I, I would want you know I would tell you that if I was walking around and and uh, in fact I'll share with you not too long ago I was going through some things and I was having Having some things happen to me and it was all of a sudden I, it dawned on me the Lord just sort of Helped me to understand and reveal to me what was causing my problem and you know, I immediately said, okay I'll put that away And I did and it helped Hallelujah, it helped, you know, and, and it actually was some medication that the doctor prescribed for me that I just It was having the effect he wanted to have but it was having some additional effect that I didn't think was so enjoyable and uh, and and the lord just uh revealed it to me and i put it away and that problem you know and so i'm just giving that as an example that if you can find that there's a condition in your life that you are experiencing and and you you can understand what's causing that condition hallelujah then it's time to say all right i'll either i, I got a choice to make i've got a decision to make i have a decision to change uh, my thinking hallelujah, and uh, you know we've been studying on sin and and, and we began this lesson four weeks ago And we talked about how that sin was uh, uh, the works of the flesh it was the uh, uh, all that's in the world the the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye the pride of life is of uh, is of the world and not of God and and how that we're not uh, tempted of God. God is not, He doesn't tempt us, but we're tempted when we're drawn away by our own lust, something that belongs to us, Draws us away, and then lust when it conceives brings forth sin. We talked about what it means when lust conceives and how that it, it things get out of control when you know in the in in process conception. You know, if you decide to participate in conception, once you have participated, it's out of control. And and the same thing is true about sin. When we engage in sin and we allow sin to take a residence in our life, and it it, it takes us down a path that we're out of control. Last week we talked about the the symptoms of sin, the works of the flesh and these things that uh, get a hold of us that uh, adultery, fornication, lasciviousness, uh, uh, idolatry and and, uh, uh, emulation and strife and all those things that get a hold of you uh, that is the result of you following after lust, following after pride. Following at the pride of life, letting it get a hold of your life and take control of you, and then you, it produces sin. Now, the, the word tells us in Romans, the sixth chapter, the 23rd verse, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. And I, today I want to tell you that I much rather choose. Praise God. I'd much rather choose the life that God is offering than the results of sin, the wages of sin. Uh, You know, uh, this thing about sin and and death, and I'm going to read the first few verses of Scripture today, Is so misunderstood, and and many times we attribute it to that final moment in in life where you draw that last breath and and where you spend eternity in hell, and certainly uh, uh, I'm going to even talk about that today. But I think that there is a a death that we pass into because of sin in our life. There's a death that takes a hold of us that uh, so many people are walking around dead. There's a lot of people walking around dead. Sin's already reigned in them and it's brought forth death. And did you know there's a lot of people, and the reason I'm preaching this message today is because there's a lot of dead people walking around and they're wondering why they're dead. They're like, why is this happening to me? What, what, you know, what, what happened to this? In fact, I'll go ahead and say it today. There's a lot of people who leave good churches because they feel like they've lost something. They feel like something's gone away, and what the problem is is they've died because of sin in their life and then they're sitting around saying well i just don't have no joy anymore well i tell you what the reason you don't have joy is because you're dead because of sin hallelujah in in genesis the second chapter in the 23rd verse the lord uh, and, and I'm going to try to be brief with with the scripture reading today. But we all know the setting. Jesus, uh, uh, you know, is, is our Savior. He's our, our our Creator. We 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 know that He loves us, and we know that we care, He cares for us. And and uh, and today I, I want he, he wants to eradicate the effect of disobedience and sin in our life. In in uh, Genesis the second chapter, the third chapter. I'm sorry. And uh, no, I'm sorry. It is the second chapter, the second chapter and the uh, 17th verse The Lord put Adam in the in the midst of the garden that he created Hallelujah the second chapter the 17th verse. He says but of the tree of the lot of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die now I know that you know, if you're if you're an uh, if you're an agnostic type scholar, you'd look at it and you'd say, "Well, Adam and Eve didn't die that day." And then I know there are people that say, "Well, there's a you know day's day as a thousand years and a thousand years is one day with God." So yeah, they did die. But I believe it's even simpler than that. I believe that on the day that Adam and Eve ate of that fruit, they brought a breach between them and God. And they spiritually died that day right there in the garden. No longer did they have that communion and no longer did they have that commitment. No longer did they have that sense of peace and belonging. They sung a song last week about falling in love with Jesus and how comfortable it is to be in the love and care of the Lord. I want to tell you, sin coming in your life, disobedience to God will move you out of that comfort place. It'll take you out of the arms of Jesus and you'll find yourself dead. Yeah, you may be breathing you may be walking around but you'll be dead spiritually hallelujah the lord lord said adam and eve said the day that you eat thereof you'll surely die and we know that on on in genesis the third chapter and the 23rd verse it says therefore the lord god sent him forth from the garden even to till the ground From whence he was taken the Lord sent Adam away from his presence He took him out of his presence and I want to tell you today i I mentioned this the other night in one of my messages that I heard somebody say the other day that they'd figured out There's a lot of things worse than dying and 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 I I concur with that, but I want to tell you to die Spiritually to be separated from God has got to be one of the most uh, Awful positions that you could possibly be in to not be able To feel his presence, to not be able to sense his glory, to not be able to feel that you could walk into his presence and speak to him and call out to him. Having that broken relationship with God is spiritual death, and sin will bring that about in your life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. I read Romans, uh, the sixth chapter, the 23rd verse, and, and 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 for the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. And today I'd much rather choose, and I would say to anybody, that if, if you are, are walking around today and you feel that you no longer have that uh, joy that you once had in the Lord, hallelujah, you need to really be examined and say, oh, I'm suffering the effect of sin. You can blame it on all kinds of things. You can blame it on the preacher, you can blame it on the church, you can bring it on the blame it on the choir, you can blame it on the song leader, you can blame it on the Sunday school teacher, you can blame it on the person sitting across the aisle from you, but if you're spiritually dead, it's because you chose to allow sin to reign in your body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And a spiritual death is so much more significant than a physical death. Hallelujah. You see, the only thing about a physical death is that it ends your chance. It ends your chance and your opportunity to renew your relationship with God. That's the significance of it. A spiritual death that you can die a spiritual death long before you ever draw that last breath. And, 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 and being separated from God in that way will, I, I want to tell you, I was just standing in the hospital the other day talking to a young man. And, and, and we were standing there talking and we was talking about the church. And he said, you know, I, you know, you can know, you know when you're at odds with God. I said, yeah, you do. And I said, life goes so much better when you're in it when you're 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 in a good communion with him he said it does we stood there and talked for just a moment, this young man, and, 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 and I don't know him. I don't know about his life. I just know uh, some of the extended family. And, and as I talked, I just felt in him there was a yearning to say, there's an emptiness here. There's a brokenness here that I feel about me. And, and I know the answer is that I've broken my relationship with God. Hallelujah. And I even shared with him that I was going to be preaching today on the spiritual death that happens because of sin in our life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, if, If we look today in Romans 8 chapter, the first verse, it says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. Hallelujah. Do you know what it is like to live in condemnation? You know, you get that call, says, the kids are sick. Well, I guess I really ought to pray. But ain't worthy to pray, that's right. You know, you get that condemnation that's weighting you down, that's sitting on your shoulders and and you're, and you're there, you're loaded down with a burden that says, you, you know, uh, God ain't listening to you because you've broken that relationship because there's a breach between you. There's a, there's a brokenness there. I want to tell you, that's the results of a spiritual death that happens because of sin. And we've served in a Savior today that said, I come to give you life. I come to give you life abundantly. And today God... Wants to eradicate the effect of sin. He wants to resurrect some spiritually dead. He wants to bring life, hallelujah, back into some lives, hallelujah, that were once a powerful for him. He wants to restore, hallelujah, that anointing of God. He wants to restore, hallelujah, that satisfaction. He wants to eradicate that condemnation, condemnation in you. He wants to bring you alive again, hallelujah. And you gotta recognize that it's sin that has killed you. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. You know, as we look at those things that... I've had so many people over the course of my ministry. I say so many, it's really a handful of them. You know, they come and they sit down and they say, Well, I don't know what's wrong. Usually it starts off that way. I don't know what's happened. But I just ain't, I just ain't happy like I used to be. I used to sit on the church pews and I used to be so joyful. I remember messages that were preached and services. that was there. And they can recall moments when they were alive and on fire for God. And, and, and God would reach down and touch their life and they would jump up and praise the Lord. But I just don't feel that anymore. And that Satan is a deceiver and it's Satan's role to try to convince you. That it's the church or that's God or somebody else that's gone wrong. But it's God's plan today that wants to speak into your heart and let you understand. Hallelujah. If you once had a joy that you're no longer enjoying, if you once had a power in your life that you're no longer experiencing, if you once had a walk that you're no longer walking, hallelujah, it's sin that's brought that death and it's not God. God has not forsaken His people. He's true to His promises and today He wants to resurrect you. He wants to bring life, hallelujah, back into some dead bodies today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah. Galatians the sixth chapter, fifth chapter, this twenty-second verse says, "But the fruit of the spirit is love." Hallelujah! I'll tell you, that's one of the first things that goes. I've had the experience in in my life as a, being a pastor. I've been with many people. Not, not not many, but you know I've been with a handful of people probably more than the average person gets to experience, or has to experience, and watch people die. I'm talking about the natural death. I watch them die naturally, and you know there are certain things that take place as a person begins to die. And, and it's predictable. It's, it, you, can, you can just watch it. You can see it take place. And you can see as their, their body begins to shut down and as their breath begins to leave them and, and, and those kind of things. And, and you can't put your finger on exactly uh, the moment or the time when that last breath is going to take place or that last heartbeat. Sometimes I've been amazed at the resilience of the human body that as, it, as it continues to function, as it continues to struggle and fight. But there are symptoms that when they begin to happen, you may as well, you may as well just begin to embrace that life is coming to an end. And I want to tell you today in the, in the church, as a, as a member of the church, as a member of the body of Christ, when you begin to see the fruit die up in your life, when you begin to feel the things creeping out of you, hallelujah, when you find that you don't love your brother like you once did, hallelujah, and when you find that you don't, hallelujah, eat up with the love of God like you once had in you, hallelujah, I want to tell you that's a symptom that death is beginning to reign in your body and reign in your being, hallelujah, and if you're not careful those symptoms are being to add up and next thing you know, you'll find yourself totally spiritually dead because it's the symptoms. It's the results of sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Hallelujah. And today I want to tell you that when you're truly have the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost and you're filled with the Spirit of God you'll find yourself loving people hallelujah that they ain't no way for you to like you find yourself just loving folks and if you've got a problem today since I'm preaching that on this in terms of sin if you found yourself sitting in a group of people in a congregation and and or, or, or you know and and you're beginning to think, man, I just I just really don't love that person, I want to tell you. You better look at your life and realize that sin is beginning to reign in you because God, hallelujah, the power of the Holy Ghost in you will put out everything but love. Hallelujah. It'll pass. You say, Brother Daryl, they might hurt me. They might make me mad. They might take advantage of me. They might uh, they might lean on me. They might uh, get in my way. They might. I want to tell you, perfect love of God casts out all fear and you can walk confidently when you're filled with the Spirit of God and filled with the love of God and if you miss it, Hallelujah. You're on your way to a spiritual death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy. You mean Christians are supposed to be happy? Hallelujah. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, mean everything goes okay for Christians? No, they got joy even when it ain't going okay. Hallelujah. You mean everything goes perfect for them? No, uh -uh. uh-uh. They got joy. They something about They got a joy unspeakable and full of glory. They got a peace that passeth all understanding. They got something down inside of them that they don't know why it's there. You can't explain it. You can't look at their life and say, well, everything's going for good for them. They ought to be happy. They're just joyful because they got the joy of the Lord in their life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you, the scripture says with joy you draw water from the wells of salvation so I want to tell you today hallelujah there's a couple things you can't live without hallelujah brother, brother Paul if somebody took your blood out of your body you'd die if they took your breath out of your body you'd die if they took water out of your body you would die and I want to tell you if you done lost your joy with which to reach down in the well of salvation and get some water, Hallelujah! You better find yourself on your knees and look into God and say, "Oh God, I repent of the sin that has brought death in me." Hallelujah! Because there's something has got my joy, Hallelujah! And I need my joy because I can't survive without the water of salvation. I can't, not, I can't survive. Hallelujah! And God, I gotta have my joy to be able to make that connection and receive that from God hallelujah and the Lord wants you to have it hallelujah hallelujah the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace peace hallelujah now I, I refer to this real often hallelujah because it, see, it just sticks out in my mind so much hallelujah and there's one little sister that sticks out in, and I remember and you know I uh, that would just sit on a porch and rocking her chair, you say, man, she's got a good life. Now she had kids falling apart all around. Hallelujah, man, she must have a big bank account. No, she scraped to make ends meet. Huh? Hallelujah, man, she must be have good health. No, she ate all over her body. Huh? You know, well. You know, she's lived a long life. No, uh-uh. She's, she's, she's tired and and, and, and facing a, a shutdown in life long before her time. She's worked hard on her life. But she's sitting there with the peace of God, hallelujah, that passeth all understanding, hallelujah, consuming her life because she said, hallelujah, I have a connection with God and I'm connected with His Spirit and there's fruit coming out of that life. Hallelujah. Why? Because it's not dead. Why is it not dead? Because she's kept Out of our lives. And I want to tell you today, you know, hallelujah, don't get disgruntled with the world. Don't get disgruntled with the church. Don't get disgruntled with the preacher. Hallelujah. If you're dying, look for that sin and ask God to forgive you. Hallelujah. 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 Long suffering. Hallelujah. Long suffering. Hallelujah. Did you know most people that get irritated at other people for things they do are guilty of the same thing? You know, if there's anything that wants to make a self-righteous person angry, let him see somebody else doing what he's guilty of. Hmm? You know? Hallelujah. But the love of God, the power of the Holy Ghost, produces a fruit in you. Hallelujah. That when you see, hallelujah, your brother struggling, hallelujah, hallelujah, you see something going on, you see something, hallelujah, it just makes you want to, hallelujah, say God, hallelujah, have mercy, have compassion, and let the love of God surround you, hallelujah, and you find yourself being long-suffering. Hallelujah. Now I know there are other aspects of long-suffering, like, hallelujah, you know, most of, we're living in a world that's a now world. We're gonna be conditioned by 30-minute episodes on TV and everything, that everything's solved within 30 minutes, you know, you can have a problem and, and, and it's all fixed in 30 minutes or an hour, you know? And we done gotten so conditioned that everything ought to just fall in place immediately. Hallelujah. If your prayer got now in it, you might better be looking at yourself and saying, Oh God, help my long suffering. Oh, hello. I believe we're serving a God that's instantaneous, miraculous. He can bring on the scene in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. He can, I, I've been reading a lot in Revelations lately and I've just been reading that stuff and I've heard people explain it as nuclear weapons and helicopters and all that kind of stuff. But God don't need none of that. My God's powerful. He can make anything happen in a, in a moment in a twinkling of an eye just with a, with a, with a, hallelujah, just at His Word. Hallelujah. But I ain't got no business entering the throne of God and demanding now. Hallelujah. Lord, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, it's your will, God. Hmm. Hallelujah, long-suffering, allowing the Lord to work in your behalf. Hallelujah, God will work if you'll let him. He'll work if you'll let him. Hallelujah, there ain't nothing too bad too bad for God. There ain't nothing too big for God. Hallelujah, Lord, I put it in your hands. I trust you. Hallelujah. Long-suffering, gentleness. Hallelujah, gentleness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will tell you, when you begin to see yourself become crusty and hard, hallelujah, hallelujah, you see yourself becoming crusty and hard and, 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 uh, and uh, just scrutinizing, you better be looking and saying, oh God, something's happened to my fruit. Hallelujah. My fruit are disappearing, Lord what's happened is there sin oh yeah you might say well I done thought about it brother Daryl and I ain't committed adultery and 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 I ain't committed fornication and I ain't uh, done this I told you last week that pride will bring sin in your life and it'll kill you hallelujah hallelujah the pride of life God hates it hallelujah it's an abomination to him hallelujah he can't look on it he like, he dislikes pride he resists the proud hallelujah you talk we're talking about a broken relationship with god you'd be too proud be too proud hallelujah don't be amazed if you feel yourself at resistance with god god resists the proud hallelujah he gives grace to the humble you better find yourself calling up to him and saying oh god i need that redemption in me hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. Gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. I could preach. Hallelujah. For a long, long time on each of these. Hallelujah. But I will tell you, against them there's no law. Hallelujah. And you better be looking for the fruit. I preached the other Wednesday night on the, hallelujah, preached it from a positive point of view, hallelujah, that the body of Christ ought to be expecting these things. This is what God says is going to be in somebody that's live and got life in them. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, if, if I got to where I couldn't breathe, hallelujah, or I got to where, hallelujah, I I, I didn't have, have no blood coming into my hand, I would be worried. I'd be thinking oh, something's wrong. I expect it to happen because God said that's the symptoms of life. And life abundantly and the same thing's true in my spiritual walk I expect the joy of the Lord I expect the peace I expect the long suffering I expect the gentleness I expect hallelujah the humility I expect the love of God in my life hallelujah why because it's the symptoms of life hallelujah 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 in the name of Jesus Praise God. Praise God. When death begins to set in, death begins to destroy a life in a body. You know, there are certain things that today, you know, they, we have these things called hospices and they'll send you to places where they'll assist you in dying. Now, I'm not going to make any comments about that. Hallelujah. But I don't want the name of this church to be Christ's cornerstone spiritual hospice. Hallelujah. Hmm. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, the Lord called me to an oath of life. Hallelujah. Hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're sitting around, don't get angry with me. Hallelujah. If I begin to preach something hallelujah, that begins to step on your toes or, or tread into you're in the most part of your life, don't be angry with me if you come talk to me. Hallelujah. And you tell me, Brother Derek, I'm just suffering from this and God reveals to me and I speak something into your life. Don't think I'm meddling. Hallelujah. Because I'm here to help you. God's Spirit is here to help you. His Spirit is here to bring you and resurrect you and bring you back to life. Hallelujah. If you want a hospice, you go somewhere else and you'll die. Hallelujah. Because there's places that's assisting people in dying a spiritual love. But this is a place of life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, Brother Darrell, you're preaching too hard on sin. You preach four weeks on it. Hallelujah. I'm preaching on life, folks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm preaching on something. Hallelujah! I'm warning you, Hallelujah, that you'll die spiritually if you let sin reign in you. Hallelujah! God wants us to be a place of life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! My God. Hallelujah! If you had a pill, if you had a pill that you could say, "Okay, if you'll eat this pill, you'll be certain within two months to get eat up with cancer from the inside." Hallelujah. You couldn't give it away. You couldn't pay people to take it. Hallelujah. Why in the world, hallelujah, will we look at sin and say, oh, you know, I'm just I've just been so tempted. You know? I just, I just really, I just don't know how I'm going. I just can't do it. I just can't live. Hallelujah. You're choosing to die. You're choosing to die. You're making a choice to let sin reign in you and it'll kill you. You'll die spiritually. And the first thing you know, you'll be sitting somewhere and you'll be wondering, what happened to me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come to the Lord and let Him bring life, not death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second, the Thessalonians. The 2nd chapter, 10th verse. Hallelujah. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, that die, because they receive not the love of the truth that they may be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Deceivableness. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, You can be deceived if you want to be. Hallelujah, but I don't want to be deceived. I don't want to have unrighteousness reigning in me. I don't want to hallelujah I, I want to receive a love for the truth that will speak down into my heart and change me Hallelujah if there's something wrong with me if God's got a breach with me if God's got a problem with me I want him to speak to me I don't care if it's the youngest person in this congregation Hallelujah the person that has been here the least amount of time hallelujah. I want God to speak to my heart and let me know because I don't want unrighteousness to reign in me. He says, And with all deceiving and so unrighteous in them that perish because they receive not a love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God sends them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they might all, that, that uh, they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But it's just so much fun. I'm just hooked on it. It's just so much fun. You just don't understand what it means to me. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, it's bringing death. It's bringing a spiritual death. Yeah, you may not be drawing your last breath today, but spiritually, you're dying because of unrighteousness in your life. And God wants to remove that. Hallelujah. Out of your world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Revelations the twenty-first chapter. I'm sorry, twentieth chapter. The fifteenth verse. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. If you today are not stirred because of a spiritual death that is happening in your being, that when you pray you feel like you are talking into a box that when you lift your hands to worship you feel like they weigh 10,000 pounds that when you come to church it seems that nothing goes right, it all goes wrong if you feel like that life is gone from you if you today are not stirred because you see the symptoms of spiritual death reigning in you Hallelujah. Ultimately, they whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life shall be cast into the bottomless pit. Death. Final, forever separation from God. I don't want to live, I don't want to live the next 10 minutes without a connection with God. I certainly wouldn't want to have to survive the next five years without a connection with God. But if you've got enough pride in you to say, well, I'm doing okay. I'm making it all right just like I am. Let me tell you that ultimately that pride is going to bring sin in your life that's going to bring about death. And they whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life shall be cast into utter darkness and the bottomless pit. Spiritual death, hallelujah. Spiritual death is, is, is overwhelming for me to even consider. Physical death, you know, I will have to tell you, the only reason I'm not afraid of it, is because I'm spiritually alive. Hallelujah. The only thing that removes fear from the physical death and the eternal torment is because of spiritual life that God has given me. A lot of folks are, I'm going to tell you, so many people have the perception that, you know, you live, this, you live these days here on earth, you're 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years And then there's this eternal decision that happens. I don't believe that. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to get excited now. I'm going to warn you. God! Mm -mm -mm. I thank God that one day at eight years old, I found myself in an old sawdust altar. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, born of the water and the spirit. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you today, I'm not waiting to start eternal life. Hallelujah. I've already begun eternal life. Hallelujah. And God has put it in me. And And if I see any symptoms that it's dying, I'm going to get concerned because it's eternal. Hallelujah. It's eternal life. And God wants to give it today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord wants you today. Hallelujah. I want us to stand together today. In the name of Jesus. Altar calls are odd things and they're tough on people. Most people don't respond in an altar call not because they don't feel or know that they need to, but because they're concerned about what somebody else is going to think. Hallelujah. And today would be no exception to that. It would be exactly precisely that. But I want to tell you today that God wants you to put all that stuff aside. And He wants you to recognize, hallelujah, that you need life. Hallelujah. As we sing today and we open these altars, you know, I'll pray for anybody that wants me to pray for them. But today is a time for us to recognize, Lord, I've been drawn away too far. God, I've been too proud. I've let my pride get in my way and it's choked the life out of me. God, I've gotten too attracted by the lust of the eye and I've seen too many things that have drawn me and pulled me and they've called me, Lord, and I've gotten too far from you. And today, Lord, it's my time to come back. And Lord, I want to just Ask you, and I want to tell you the Lord tells us that He's faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins.